This week, we talk about the dreaded sticky season. Last week was Halloween, and this week is something equally as scary, sick kids at home. We'll get advice from each other, what we're supposed to experts say, and more because it's three of us and all of you. I'm Michael Hyatt. I'm Sarah D. And I'm Mike Levine. Kids don't come with a handbook, so we need your help. Where do babies come from? Where do you think they come from? Is this a kissing book? Mama! Mama! What? Hi. I learned it by watching you. There are no rules in this house. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We sent them to the best boarding schools. We hired the best nannies. We did everything right. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! No drinking, no drugs, no kissing, no tattoos, no piercings, no ritual animal slaughters of any kind. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. This is Hey Other Parents, an honest, messy, imperfect show for raising kids. Hey, welcome back. It's us again. It's us again. Hello. Hey, what's up? We're back. We're back again. It's good to be here. So it. glad that you guys are here to hang out with us. Um, as we all know, school has started, and so has the joy of spreading and sharing germs. Oh, yeah. The worst it's getting time. the best of us already, it isn't is, it? it? Oh, it's a good time. Let me tell you. In the Desiree's household, we have already had the sniffles, the coughs, the headaches. So other week, Sophia was homesick with a sore throat and like a random little tummy ache. And now that she's a teen, when I'm at work, I get the pleasure of a bunch of texts from her like anything from like i'm hungry i'm dying and i'm like really like chick i'm working right now <laughs> really wait so hold, hold on a second. now your daughter's like you know she's like a big kid she's not just like you know she's she's a ninth grader right yeah no, so like what what grade. are you like you're not home and she's probably like i want something good does she like do like <laughs> uber eats or something like how does she get food <laughs> Oh, my God. So, of course, when she's sick and maybe I set up some bad habits when she was little, uh, she needs like something like good to feed her soul when you're sick. So it's always the Uber Eats. It's always the DoorDash. Oh, my God. So um, she like oh, full yeah. out has access to her awesome parents <laughs> accounts to order these things. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. And then on top of that, because I used to I used to order it for her. But maybe by the time I saw her text. Um, when I was available, it might be like an hour or two later. I'm like, oops, the kid starved. So now she has access to everything. And there are times I'm like, oh, I'm like, there's pizza bagels in the fridge. There's dino <laughs> nugs. And she's like, no. I'm like, wing stop. And she's like, ah. <laughs> she's like, I like how that sounds. I'm like, of course you do. Oh, I guess you're rushing feeling you better. Do. See, I'm like, is all right. Perk? Is it a perk having an older kid sick at home? Or is it not a perk? Because... You know, when they're home, now it's like, oh, your credit card's racking up because they're ordering Uber Eats. <laughs> exactly. It's great that they're home because de depending on the illness, you can, like a little sniffles, so you can keep them home, you know, yeah. and just keep keep tabs on them. But then, you know, then all of a sudden it gets expensive and you're like just racking up a bill, like you said. I'm like, holy cow. I'm like, can we can we slow down on that? I'm trying to figure out how reverse this is. Like all of a sudden she's home, she's ordering snacks, you're eating your regular lunch. You're like, oh, wait, <laughs> Sophia, hold on a second. Where are you ordering from? Oh, could you please, 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 please order me some of that, too? <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, I'm eating, like, my peanut butter and jelly. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had Wingstop or something good like that. Is it that time of the year when one gets sick, they all get sick? Like, is it is it that whole thing where, like, you rub everybody's face in each other's face when, oh, <laughs> when God. one person's sick? Because, you know. I try to isolate as much as sick, we can. Right? To have them sick one on top of the other is, like, dreadful. And if we could prevent some of it, um... We're good to go, you know? Oh, yeah. When I get 
uh, one sick, it's like you, you struggle with, hey, you know what? Should I mix these kids up and kind of get them all sick? Or <laughs> well, you're just like, you're like, <laughs> might as well. Everybody's them. going down right now. I know. We <laughs> might as well. On. Like, you know, that's that thing. And then they all want to stay home from school. And you're like, I got stuff to do. You got to go to school, man. You know, yeah. I don't know. What do you pass well, around just... that one lollipop from the other show where you're like, <laughs> Dropped on the floor of the deli department. <laughs> like here, everybody take a look at it. Well, you know, uh, you know what? That's that's a great question. We're gonna address that probably at some point of the show. So, like at this week, we're gonna talk about getting a fever and being homesick and stuff like that. Do we do the Mike Levine share one lollipop for everyone and uh, you know all get sick at once, or do we try to isolate? Let's let's figure this out together. All right, guys. So you know, like how when you were younger, I don't know about you, but I definitely pulled some shenanigans. Um, so one of my favorite Shocking. memories, I know, seriously, one of my favorite memories, do you remember those, um, uh, mercury thermometers? Oh yeah. Do you yeah. remember the glass and you had to shake them? So for those who might be a little <laughs> younger than us, um, there was like these glass thermometers and they have like this silver liquid metal that you should not touch. So anyhow, <laughs> so young Sarah D there she was trying not to go to school. And I usually would hold up the thermometer because it had to be like at least like over a hundred to be to stay home. So like I two hundred might have been a little high. Yeah, two hundred was like <laughs> two hundred was like ooh, that was risky, but I don't, I didn't know why. So I used to put the thermometer by the light bulb. Did anyone do this? Like to like oh, make yeah. it get hotter. Oh, anyway, so much smarter than I was. <laughs> that was like the number one move, man. Yes, and then you slowly watched it like go up. So I remember yeah. one time though, Burn I couldn't get to. Yes. So I couldn't get to the light bulb and uh, my mom had given me like chamomile tea. So I took the thermometer and I put it in my scalding hot tea and I swirled okay. it around a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And all suddenly the thermometer burst. Oh, oh no. no. And the mercury was now in my tea. And I, I knew I don't know why. I think my mom explained to me like mercury is poisonous, but I just knew that I should not drink this tea. <laughs> so I put the thermometer down and my mom was like, wait, how did the thermometer break? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how it broke. It was like the T3000. How... It made its way wow. out of your thermometer. <laughs> and your Listen, tea. all I know, I didn't get in trouble. She was very worried about me drinking this tea. And if I drank the tea, if I touched the tea or didn't, <laughs> I think, I think like now reflecting back as a mom, I would be more concerned about that mercury getting to my body, my kid's be, uh, body before, you know, like how did it all happen? You know what I mean? Like it was like hazard, yeah. biohazard material. So you got a nice combination. You got like um, broken glass. You got mm -hmm. mercury floating around there. And you've got this moment of fear where you're about to be found out. <laughs> I would say she's kind of sick. So uh -huh. I think I stayed home that day because my mom yeah, was just right. like, whatever. Exactly. She probably was like, let me just check her out for mercury poisoning, you know? <laughs> let me just observe her for a day to make sure she's okay. <laughs> just to make sure she's okay. It was a good day. I stayed home. But, you know, um, don't do that, kids. No, because I heard, I, so, I swear, I feel like maybe they're, I'm either I'm too innocent or too shielded from everything when I was that young, but... Someone said that it was something with like putting a penny in your mouth with it. Do you remember Ooh. this? Does anybody remember this no. penny thing? You put no? a penny in your mouth? I mean, now that you say that loud, all pennies look so dirty. <laughs> but um, Dude, no, I don't have one in my mouth now. Fans. No, I'm good. Thank you so much. But no, I think it was something where like there was a belief that the penny 
somehow would raise the temperature of it, when you say it out loud now when i say it out loud now it sounds completely asinine i don't think that is even i mean the sour approach seems a lot better maybe the light bulb over the um hot tea but either way broken glass and mercury and uh pennies maybe perhaps were not the way to go mike what did you do <laughs> i mean i was the opposite i was like the goody two shoes that always Aww. wanted a wanted to go to school you know i was in search for that uh perfect attendance award <laughs> You're such a good kid. I love oh, that. Oh, man. I know. I, I always know. swear. I, I mean, listeners, I know that you can't see us right now, but Sarah and I are sitting here staring at Mike. We were like, I think both of us had our fingers crossed that Mike was going to hold up the, the perfect attendance award from like 20 years ago. He doesn't have it. It's sad. You know, I never got it, too. I did. I never got it. You never got I tried. it? Yeah. It sounds like you really put the effort in. <laughs> I did put in the effort. And, you know, my mom also, she, like, made me go to school. Like, she was that type of mom that was like, uh, are you dying? No. Oh, okay, great. You're going to school. You know? <laughs> well, I remember, like, you know, you put the yes. thermometer in your mouth. And, like, um, there's that moment where, like, I, I must have just been ignorant. I don't know. I would just hope that it would go up on its own, like, majestically. But it, it didn't do that, obviously, if I wasn't sick. But... Either way, there was that moment where, like, you would, um, you'd be huffing in, like, the, the leftover smell of the last time someone cleaned it with alcohol. And oh you would, like, almost yeah. cross your eyes trying to, like, stare down at the number. You can't even read it while it's going up. Yes. And, just, and, yes. it, and then it, all of a sudden it slows down. It goes, like, 95, 95.5, 96, like, yes. 96.1, 6.2. What is this? What is happening? And then it doesn't really go up any faster. It starts to slow down dramatically. And then somehow you just keep hoping for a miracle. Yeah, we're like it's gonna go from ninety eight point six to like a hundred point two, but obviously that doesn't happen on its own. No, it never did. Yeah, like my, but same thing, Mike Levine. Like with my mom, like if unless like I was bleeding, a bone was popping out, or whatever, <laughs> I was going to school no yeah, matter what. Yeah. Yo, my yeah. mom was like, "Did you throw up?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like if I, I legitimately threw up if I didn't feel well. <laughs> my mom was like, "You threw up? Well, you're probably better now. Go to school." Like I don't know, <laughs> is this like a thing? I don't know, man. The school of hard knocks. I don't know. Maybe maybe things yeah, are different then. You see, when you went to school, though, that's when you escaped to the nurse's office it was because there was nothing like I don't know about you, laying down on those nurses' cots. I feel, you know? like, I feel like I was like a twisted <laughs> ankle kid. I don't know, but I would. I remember. Do you remember like laying down on the like? Like the cool, like fake leather material, and your face would be like stuck to it, and yeah, like they give you like the like ice stuck, pack, yeah, yeah. and the then like some other kid would walk in, and you'd like stare at him and be like, "Hey, what are you in for? <laughs> what are you in for?" Right? And then I don't know about you, but like my nurses, they always gave us magic water or magic ice, and that always cured everything. You're like, "Oh man, something hurt in my eye. Here's some ice. Oh man, I'm about to throw up. Here's some water." And you're like, oh, all right, I guess it just cures everything. Well, the nurse oh. gave it to you. It yeah. must be good now. Must be, must be good. I don't know. <laughs> or if your parents played ping pong with you, where like you would go down and then like you maybe you didn't feel well, but you like could maybe get through the rest of the day. Who knows, right? So then they call your parents, call your mom, and be like, she can't get here for a while. <laughs> she wants you to go back to class. And you're like, right. oh, well, this is a card I didn't think she was going to play. <laughs> Touche, oh, ma. Touche. Wow. Right. I see you won't pick me up, but I raise you. <laughs> My mom would put on some Maury. Ooh. And we, we would watch Maury. We watched Jerry Springer. We would, yes. Oh my God. That, the best. Or like, my teen is sassy. You know, and you're like, ooh, she's bad. Okay. Ooh, she's like bad. It. She's not like me. I, I'm homesick legitimately. Yes. You know, like, oh, she she's a bad one, huh? And then, um, 
And then we watched like People's Court or some telenovela that she had going on that she would secretly watch. Oh, that's and so I was funny. Just, I would just watch and sit with her. I'm like, ooh, what are they saying? But it's very, <laughs> it's very salacious. <laughs> Did you guys enjoy any shows when you were home? It was like Ed Koch was on the People's Court, right? It was like old school. This oh, is before Judge Judy, oh, right? Wow. It was like, yes. yeah, this is old stuff. Um, but people would come in and be like, you know, the, the neighbor, like, you know, hit the dog or some craziness and then somebody hit their car. I don't know, whatever. It was always these small, like <laughs> under a thousand dollar things, which you, when you were a kid, you had no idea what the deal was. But you were like, oh, this seems like a big deal. Are the police going to come get them? No, never police would show up. <laughs> somebody would swing a hammer, <laughs> throw some money at them. They would like stop, tell, yell at people from stop talking over somebody else. And then they'd hand over a check and then they have those interviews afterwards. I used to love that. But the uh, uh, Monta, what about Monta Williams? Remember that? Oh my oh, God, Monty Williams yes, is the yes. best. Montel. Yes, that was good. Especially one. When she, he had like Sylvia Brown, the psychic on. That yes. was super. Like, I love that. I was like totally into it. Ghost. I loved it. Yes. I was there. Sally know, Jesse was, Raphael, right? That's you? It, oh, Jenny Jones. Oh my God, Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. <laughs> Do you remember God. her? See, oh like, my God. people at home, you got to remember, like, obviously, if you're average, you get it. But like, we didn't, there's no DVR. Like, whatever was on was on. So, like, there was no cartoons until three o'clock. You got whatever you got. It was either <laughs> yeah. that or it was like go to like Nickelodeon and you would get like black and white TV from like our parents' time. So like you'd watch like like Lassie would be on, right? Remember that? Yeah. Yes. Dude, I and was then- like I was like eight years old and I, I got into like the Patty Duke show. I don't know what it's <laughs> that was like old school stuff. Mr. Ed, and then what was the not not Lever to oh Beaver? Of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> a horse, of course, of course, the horse doesn't talk. I don't know something. I forget. The hi, I'm Mr. Ed. I know. It's like the, the whole show revolves around a horse that can talk. Like, like now you see now you tell it to a kid, they'd be like, yeah, but the Paw Patrol, there's like eight dogs that talk. Why is that a problem? Because there were like nighttime black and white shows, and then like daytime black and white shows. Do you know? Do you oh guys right, that? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, and like Bewitched. I, I remember watching a lot of Bewitched. Oh, but I think that was nighttime. Oh, was it? Bewitched. Yes. <laughs> one of them was on. Yeah, but there were two of them. Weren't there two of them? Am I crazy? Was it like one of them? Or the, man, was, I feel like there were two witch shows. This is why you always check your notes before you go on that podcast. <laughs> but I think it was like one where like one of them would like like put her arms over the arms, like wiggle her nose or something. And then the other one. Bewitched. That was Bewitched, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to look at this now. But at some point, I'm telling you this too. <laughs> very similar shows that existed at this time period. Bing. Hi, this is Michael Hyde from the future. After doing some editing, we realized that it was Bewitched and I Dream of Genie. It turns out there were two shows, not witch shows, one genie and one witch. Okay, back to the episode. Bing! Um, oh, and then there was also oh, Gilligan's witches? Island, remember that? Gilligan's Island. I didn't really know what was going on Gilligan's Island. Nobody knew I what was going on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I watched it, but I didn't understand it. Do you know, do you like, mash? Like, what is like, wrong? It was like, lo- it was like before <laughs> Lost came out and they were like, this, this, could, this is highly feasible. And then yeah. the people probably grew up watching Gilligan's Island. They're like, we've got to change this. We need like the Dharma Initiative. We need to have a penguin yeah, or like a polar bear. But that, that show is insane. But Lost is really good. Yeah, well, that'll, be, you- that'll be for another time. <laughs> what do you think our kids watched? Oh, man, I mean, I could tell you. I remember there was this one time that, uh, <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Um, one time we had the flu float around our house. And um, the uh, it was it was not good. It was like one of those situations where we didn't follow Mike Levine's advice. We didn't all you know share one drink. Um, so <laughs> it was on a rotation. So uh, I'm trying to remember. I think Ethan got sick. Um, and then you know how like you know when they're young, they kind of like bounce back super fast, um, yeah. just just yeah. like us. So yeah, so he's sitting there getting better, and he's on the couch, and um, he's at that age where 
he's uh he needs me to put on like the next show so like we're watching like just going right through like every single episode of the lion guard and then every single episode of uh jake and the neverland pirates but he's oh, sick of watching the, the first four, four minutes. Like, God forbid he would watch the introduction to the show, because that'd be crazy. So he kept waking me up. I am like day one of the flu, could barely open my eyes. And he's like, oh Dad, God. skip the intro. Fast forward this <laughs> So like, since the shows are like 12 and a half minutes long, every 10 minutes I'd be woken up to put oh on the next God, part. No. <laughs> but I sort of kind of watched that. it that was in like a fever dream together. for you. <laughs> exactly. So somewhere in a fever dream, I watched a mixture of like Jacob the Neverland Pirates and uh, the Lion Guard. But yeah, okay, no, man. So did you guys try like any like, um, was there any remedies that your mom or dad used to do for you? Like back in the day, like any like old wives tales that you guys tried out? Well, for me, my mom always just made her soup. Like, I don't know what she threw in it. It was all these different, you know, seasonings, all these Hispanic seasonings, which were like amazing and uh, made it taste great. But I don't know what it did, but it always cured me or it, it felt like it cured me. I think it's just that blanket, that safety blanket, so to speak, you know, and it just made me feel it always made me feel great. Do you remember like any like um like any vegetables or like meat? Like what did she put in it? Do you remember? <laughs> you know, it was just like a basic chicken noodle soup, but she would always put in um but again, the Spanish seasonings that she threw in, which I keep asking her for, and she always tells me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she always tells me secret? something different, right? <laughs> and I'm like, Ma, you know, I really need to learn this, you know. Um, and I think I've, I think I've figured it out, but I, I'm still kind of working a couple of things out. But uh, I think I'm almost there because I make it for my family too, and it's. It's great. Uh, you know, I, I make like this big pot and we save it and we freeze it for for uh, for the week or whatever. But uh, it's funny because I make this soup and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is going to repair all. It's going to make everybody feel good, just like it did when I was a kid. Right. Exactly. And then I go to yes. I go to give my son the soup or my daughter the soup and they'll be like, oh, dad, uh, you got Campbell's. <laughs> Like Garcon. Yes, yes. Garcon. Oh, God. They're like, oh, no. I see, like, some veggies floating around. Doesn't seem good. Yeah. And my heart just, like, drops, right? Like, are you kidding me? This is fresh, natural ingredients, all all great tasting, good for you soup. And you Mm -hmm. want salt in a can, apocalypse soup. Well, I mean, like, (laughs) you know, doing the whole thing with chicken soup, I feel like we have a similar similar situation. But I do that yeah. kind of thing where, uh, you know, but it's it's like the same thing for like the holidays, you know, but I just leave it the matzo balls. But um, occasionally, you know, when uh, the kitties are feeling like, see, this is difference, right? So there's like the stomach problem situation, right? But then you mm-hmm. have also the non-stomach problem. So the kids are just homesick with like the runny nose and feel good, whatever else, a little fever. Do you remember pastina? You ever pastina? That's like the Italian Love little pastina. stars. The little stars. Those yep. are, oh my God. And they almost got discontinued for a while. Like one of the companies stopped making them, but they still, but one of them still does, right? Yeah. Yes. But my mom um, and my grandma used to make it where this is probably so different than everybody else's. I'm going to get like, send your mail to Mike Levine at uh, heyoftheparents at gmail.com. <laughs> um, so, like, when my mom and my grandma used to make it, they used to like make it with like, I think they used to either boil it in milk or they cooked it in like a little bit of water, try to drain it out, like with the lid, and then put it in milk, butter, salt, and pepper. And it is, yeah. it sounds wacky, but it's so comforting. It's almost like porridge, but porridge, <laughs> three little bears. That. But no, it's uh, it's really good. It's like so like, 
it's got that like almost that like creaminess like that macaroni and cheese happiness but like that that sort of like grits thing going on like the butter salt and pepper it's really okay. good really I'm really good say- my knee-jerk reaction would be like, ew, milk. But yeah, why would you put milk of, in that? Yeah, but, but it's good. But then I'm thinking Alfredo sauce. I'm thinking See? like, so I guess yeah, there's, make there's it something all going on yeah. there. Yeah, make yeah. creamy, right. Porridge. But like if you're, if you got the stomach situation, like did your, See, that's different. That's like my, I remember like these, these memories, like cold sweats thinking my mom handing me ginger ale and pretzels, ginger ale, pretzels. Oh. And like, I think, I think the ginger ale or like a glass of Coke was kind of like a litmus test to see if your body could handle anything. So like they pour <laughs> you pour that down the gullet, <laughs> and then yes. if everything stayed down, then it was then it was party on, right? <laughs> that was like yeah. then you like elevate to like I'm sure the pretzels or the toast or something like right, that. right. But that was the thing. isn't that crazy that you would go from like 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 the ginger ale or coke and like pretzels, and then you go to toast and jelly or something like that didn't that feel like you slightly went out of order like maybe <laughs> ginger ale might have been a little harder in your stomach than the uh i th- i think so i don't i don't know my, like mike levine maybe because you have no offense michael height but the the latino <laughs> latina background i my mom my mom used to boil the coca-cola and we would sip it no what no? Wait, wait, let's just hold on a second. Let's bring this okay. up. Let's get right. a deep dive into oh, Sarah okay. D. So I thought you were oh. my Latina sister. What happened? My mom is Ecuadorian, so I guess it's a different side. But um, she used to take the Coca-Cola, and I'd be like, excited when I saw that. Like, yes, Coke. And then she'd boil it. So it'd be flat and hot. And it felt so good, like, going down your throat. Wow, did nope. it work? I don't know. I'm, I, guess, I guess it did, perhaps. I don't know. That's I mean, great. like, okay. <laughs> all right so we did the coca-cola all right so then okay so uh, am i allowed to jump into... back in now i didn't grow up <laughs> yes, this way sure <laughs> no and that's totally okay that's okay michael hype because you know i'm thinking more mary poppins it sounds like mary poppins like spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down you know what? <laughs> I, if, if you work it at down. a cinema, it sure did yeah it sure did go down you're right you know if that it. if you weren't gonna sing that we were gonna keep sitting here and pretending like we've never heard of mary poppins until you did no i love it <laughs> I love it. Karma has so many recipes and for like and ways to fix you up without ever seeing a doctor. Did you do so anything like, for like strep throat, like without actually taking oh, medicine? Oh man! So like, okay, so strep throat. You know, like everyone has a bubble gum antibiotic. I love when my kids get strep throat because it's like, yes, you like you sick, you hurt. You're gonna get this antibiotic and it's gonna cure you within 24 hours. Basically, you're gonna feel better, but you're contagious, so you can't go to school. Whatever. But my mom used to count up radishes and she would put sugar on it and maybe like a little bit of water. She covered up with a mm-hmm. clear, like cellophane, cl- like clear plastic. And she put on the windowsill at night. So the moon uh, rays <laughs> would get on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the energy and the healing properties of the moon would get on the radishes. I'm so glad you're here right now, Sarah D. It doesn't sound like like I might have gotten a little dicey there for a hot second. And then and then in the morning it was delicious. It really was so sweet and syrupy and yummy and so (laughs) moonfully medicine that we used to take. It was it was great, let me tell you. No? Okay, I'm literally on the internet right now (laughs) looking at moon radishes. No, no one's mom. Radishes for the moon. You know, it's funny. I'm really trying to find moon radishes online, and I'm not finding a lot right now. 
Dang. Okay. Oh so God. another one, another one to make you guys kind of laugh. Like, so growing up, Carmen, uh, you know, like she was like, uh, I, would, like I, said, I would watch that show, by the way. I would watch <laughs> yeah, Carmen. <seriously>. I'm intrigued <laughs> so already. I, I love my mom. And for all the like natural health people, you know, like my mom was totally hardcore into it. She was the crunchy granola before crunchy granola was popular. Um, so there was another, I forget what the, the herb is, but it's an herb and she used to grow it. And then if you had an earache, you would take the little leaf from the herb, put it in some cotton, and you would put it in your ear for the earache. So there I was going to school with cotton <laughs> and like a plant coming out of my ear. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, you know, I, I didn't have many friends growing up. You know, I feel bad because like I hear I was about to complain about how like they didn't always have bubblegum flavor for strep throat medicine and they only had lemon death sometimes. But man, Girl, I, would, I would have liked some bubblegum flavored medicine. You know what's crazy though? Growing up, my sister... I don't I don't I don't like I don't blame her because like I get it like some kids have a really hard time with like swallowing medicine um or ear ear plants but my sister had um <laughs> the uh, situation <laughs> where she absolutely <laughs> could not swallow um she couldn't swallow pills so um oh, like yeah. my parents uh, also like they would give like liquid right so like when you get to a certain point you graduate from like liquid to pills um, but they they kept with the liquid. Like as you get older, like the liquid keeps getting more and more and more and more. So she would. Oh, wow. So my parents would give her like, um, she didn't remember exactly what like Tustin, some clear stuff. She remember what it was, but she would they would give her the medicine, and then she would spit it out, <laughs> or she would oh, spit no. the pills out or hide them. And then, like, my parents couldn't figure out, like, why her fevers were going up. <laughs> they go back to the doctor, and they'd be like, this medicine is not working. <laughs> they'd be like, we're pretty sure it works. The problem is she needs to go down her throat. So, like, my parents did some crazy stuff. They would, like, take the um, the medicine, the, whatever the clear one was, and they'd mix it into, like, Coke. But I don't really get that. My sister and I were talking about this the other day because, like, it would make it more. So, like, I don't really know if diluting it was really the best effort because then it would be, like, now you're going to drink, like, 16 ounces of this nastiness. But um, yeah, she oh, would spit yeah. it out. It was no no bueno. Um, no. I, I feel like, but my, I don't know. Like everybody had some crazy stuff growing up. Like my mom would do this thing with. Um, do you remember that Vicks rub? Like you you put on your chest and it would like uh, you yes, open you up. A vape, a vapor rub. Vapor rub. Vapor. Yeah, yeah. So she would put that Vicks like rub? right, <laughs> but she wouldn't like you put everything. it on you, yes. but then she'd put it in like a pot. Right, like, like, a, like, she take a, like, take a fingerful and chuck it in the pot with water, and then heat it up. Right, so now it's like, oh. so now this, so the, like so those chemicals it. are flowing like up, yeah. and then my Breaking mom would take the even. pan off the heat, like once it's kind of boiling with the stuff in there, and then she would like put a towel over your head to breathe it in. So it was almost <laughs> like being in like Bikram yoga, where you would like, be like, but you getting in all this Vic stuff. And I, I guess I don't. Somewhere on the label it says you probably shouldn't do that, but um, I remember that really opening, <laughs> opening up like you know your, you know your breathing really well. But um, oh yeah, because you had no choice to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like mom sounds good. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your, your air you passages were like, help me. Get back under the get back under the towel. <laughs> That's hysterical. I mean, I remember being bathed in like like vapor rub. Like it'd be like on your sinuses, on your chest, on your back. It would be on your feet with socks. Like it'd right? be like everywhere. You know what's everywhere. funny? Because like the feet thing. Um, like I thought always like this doesn't make any sense. Like why <laughs> why are you putting this anywhere besides where you breathe? But apparently it um it like it helps with the blood flow. 
um with and that's why they do it because i thought like that was insane like let's just wait maybe like on the package you're like put it everywhere so you can waste it by more but apparently that helps with the um it helps with the blood flow that's why people put it on their on their feet and stuff yeah no there's a like belief in reflexology like where your feet correspond to like different parts of your body where luna so, spends her, yes, her, the, her the, shines the, down so, on your on your so radishes the moon raised, and then i had oh no but then i had onions and vapor rub Double header on my feet. <laughs> Double header. I was like a salad by the time when I was sick. I was going to say, your grocery bill is like. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, all the moon before, gods. Before there was modern medicine, there was there was your childhood. I love this. There was my childhood. I was surviving uh, carbon, let me tell you. I'm here, though. I'm here. I'm 40 years old. I'm relatively in good health. So I made it, mom. I made it. You made it. She Guys, I got to bring some shame upon myself. I don't know if you've been, if you were there uh, since we're talking about childhood. It can't all be moon gods. Do you know, remember um, <laughs> uh, my parents, my mom would send me to school with a handkerchief. Now, let me ask you a question. The handkerchief situation. Now, I always yeah. thought like handkerchiefs were, now that I'm older, I, I could see a handkerchief being nice for like, you know, a suit jacket, something nice, like a little. Yeah. You know, yeah. but not for blowing boogers into it? when you're younger. <laughs> like that is just like the nastiest <laughs> thing. I remember having this thing in my pocket. My like, mom would like throw two handkerchiefs Aww. in my pocket, and it was Aww. like you know you're you, like you know how it is. The first day of a cold, second day of a cold, like it's yeah. disaster. Everything's happening. Yeah. You know, it's I remember that <laughs> a handkerchief. That's just like ah, <laughs> oh, it's nasty, man. Yeah, I guess um, it's shocking. Uh, we don't send our kids to school with handkerchiefs anymore. No, no. I no, do. I do prefer paper time. towel though. Sometimes I have to say they're a little. You get it all. Just, yeah. just get it all in there. At least, at least the sides of your nose kind of, kind of red though. Eh, whatever, you know, like it just handles the. the you know? <laughs> You're like you can't wanna... handle it. You can't handle it. Come on, no. Sarah. I want to I mean... know if you put onions to the moon gods now for your kids. I <laughs> <laughs> get the proper medication. Let me get antibiotics. <laughs> Let me get some antibiotics. You know, because there's a crazy medicine now out there, like penicillin. I'll cure most things oh um, man but the only thing i really truly probably carry over every once in a while you know like i, I am a barefoot kind of person very boho chic and um, <laughs> and because the purpose of that is that like when you supposedly walk on the ground you're grounded to the earth and like you know all these things happen to that so like yeah. i let my kids walk barefoot i know like my husband who's caribbean his family hates it and then some latinos hate the idea as well but growing up carmen you know you walk around barefoot to connect to the earth and like you know stuff happens so I feel like I they need to kids. make a theme song for growing up Carmen. This is amazing. Growing up Carmen. <laughs> so like, so I let them, you know, like growing up Abuela, they like walk around on the grass, like, you know, barefoot every once in a while just to connect with the, the nature and stuff like that. I love that because you're talking to the guy that like, if given the choice between, you know, the nice weather and you look out of the beach, I think I'd rather go into a pool. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I hate sand. It gets everywhere. Oh, look at that. What a group we are. This is amazing. Wait, you t you both hate sand? Oh, I love yeah. sand. Sand's oh, great. You gotta no. connect. You do have the connection. You know what? Mike, guys. Mike's gonna watch Get you from his hot water. Tub, and I'm gonna so watch you from the pool. We'll <laughs> be two different spots. <laughs> but like, I don't know about you guys, but like, do you go to the doctors right away with your kids as like first sign of sniffle, or do you wait like a couple of days? Oh man, like this is like this is funny because this is a great a great <laughs> a great conversation <laughs> point. Because I feel like when we had one child when it was early on 
it was like if you had a magic eight ball and you could predict a sniffle we'd be like out the door we'd be like yo we're, we're going let's go to the doctor now we got to call them this is an emergency yeah. they're closing in an hour let's get, let's get down there <laughs> and now you're like oh, i don't know like what do we do here like this is like yes. is yep. it too early is it gonna get picked up what happens if we like what do we do here do we like should we wait till tomorrow like what if we what if we go too early they're gonna have to go back a second time you know do you feel like this is this kind of like what happens as you as your kids get older Dude. you have more than one kid I'll tell you a funny story. The other night, uh, my youngest daughter, she's walking around drinking her milk and she's doing her thing. And all of a sudden she starts like grabbing her tummy and she's like, daddy, mommy, tummy. And I'm like, oh, Aww. no. So we're like, it's OK. Stop drinking the milk. We get, take the milk from her. All of a sudden we're helping the other kids get ready. And all of a sudden, projectile oh, God. spraying oh. everywhere. Uh, my wife, like super mom, jumps in, grabs her dress out of the way. We look at each other. We're like, uh, you know, I don't think she's sick. I, I don't think she's sick. <laughs> I like it. Denial face. I go yeah. through that too. Denial oh, face. Okay. Yep. But sure enough, she wasn't sick. She just, I don't know, the way she, I think she mixed like milk with pizza or something. And it, as soon as she got it out of her system, she was good. But, you know, normally I would be, we would be like, no, not going anywhere. Check for a fever or all that good doctor, stuff. Yeah. Check for a fever, all the stuff. Yep. But, you know, we, we looked, she was fine. She looked like she was you know, a hundred percent after she got it out of her system. <laughs> you know, and, Aww, and how are you thing. then at that moment? <laughs> and sure enough, we were right. Sure enough, we were right. She has no fever. She has nothing. Yes. You know, a couple days later, she's still good. So, you know. Don't you feel validated when that happens? You're like, oh, yeah, there's yeah. something she ate. That's it. Yeah. You want to hear something ridiculous? So <laughs> check this out. So when Jacob was younger, <laughs> it was coincidental. But so, so we ate some food and um, like he he starts breaking out in this rash. Like, we're looking at him like, oh, my God, what is happening right now? <laughs> and he just ha and we're like thinking back on the food. We're like, what did he eat? Did we did he eat like anything mm, crazy? Yeah. And we we were like, he had vegetable oil, he had like corn oil. Maybe he's allergic to corn. Oh, mm. So yeah. we we're all nervous. We we're like, oh, what do we do? We call the we call the doctor. We're trying to get a hold of like this allergy doctor. And um, <laughs> he's on the phone. And Jacob, Jacob is your first. He's our first. So yeah, how, thank you. So how old is he? He was really young. I think he was like under. Was he like two? He was really young. Okay. He was like okay, maybe so under three. Guys were all yeah, this was this deck. was pretty early on. So he called yeah. the uh, doctor, and um, for um, you know, unfortunately, um, they made an appointment with us instead of just letting us know. So you know, we, like a week goes by, like not a week, but it was a few days, and I you know calling the Chinese restaurant. I'm like, we have we're supposed to meet my parents to eat dinner, and I'm like, well, what kind of uh. What kind of oil oh. do you cook in? Because that's normal to call people up and ask them for oil. And they're like, Why "Oh, not? we cook in like a mixture of soy oil and and um uh and and uh and corn oil." I'm like, "Oh, can't eat there. They've corn oil." So we call, <laughs> we go to the allergy doctor. <laughs> he sits us down. And he's like, "Okay, so um, no one in the history of the entire world has been allergic to corn. Um, you, <laughs> you guys are good." Turns out it was a heat rash. So this is a thing that could happen when your kid has a fever for like a week or so. Then they could, from a high fever, sometimes they break out like in a splotchy kind of rash, and then it goes away. But as new parents, like we had no idea, <laughs> and it turned out that it was nothing. But we were so convinced that it was like food related that it was like you know that it was ended up being something of the sorts. But obviously now it seems so ridiculous. But you know when you when you're starting out, you have no idea. You know you you don't even know these things, but. There's like roseola and some of these things where like the fever could kind of induce like some sort of body response. But it's, it's crazy, man. Like when those early days when you're having kids, like, man, 
Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody yeah. knows. And that's I what's can't. frustrating, too, because, like, you know, the body has these responses. So you're like, okay, the body's freaking out. Let me take my child to the doctor, right? Then you take your child to the doctor, and the, the doctors are like, oh, there's nothing you could do. You just got to wait it out or take Motrin or something or maybe Tylenol or whatever. <laughs> right, right no, listen, listen I, I, yeah. I'm not hating on that because, honestly, like, sometimes, like, you send your kid, like, you go to the doctors right away, especially, like, mine are older. They'll, like, verbal lies like this hurts that hurts they'll be very specific and you know it, it, listen you go to the doctors they tell you to drink some water take the motrin yeah. and yeah. it's a virus nothing's gonna happen and every once in a while i get validation because yeah. my kids did you guys know with strep throat it doesn't always start off with this like your crazy. throat hurting yeah this was nuts i can't i've never heard of this until you told me this so both my kids um so parent hack or parent advice is that both my kids, their strep throat never shows up in their throat first. It never, it doesn't hurt. They don't get a runny nose. They get a belly ache. And one time we had bedwetting because of strep throat. And wow. it shows, it can show up as that. So anytime your kids have a belly ache or bedwetting and they've been potty trained and no accidents and things like that, it, it doesn't hurt to say, hey, can you check for some strep throat or something like that? Because yeah. it didn't show on the rapid, but it showed up on the long-term one and like, oh, strep throat. And I forgot one of the, I think it was a PA, she told me that like with the bedwetting because I was like, she never wets the bed. She, like this never happened before. And she had to be at least like five or six. And um, they said that's a, a sign of strep throat sometimes, you know? But to be clear, it, it never actually showed in her throat, right? That was kind of the thing. No, never did. So, like, the rapid <laughs> came up negative. And then, like, a couple, you know, the culture grew grew and did what is its thing, and it was strep throat, sure enough. Look that's that. so wild, right? And then she got some bubblegum medicine and not the radishes <laughs> on the moon. Not lemon death or uh, moon, yeah. <laughs> It's funny because, like they say, like that high fevers could be scary as possible when you're when you're you know yeah. when your kids are young, yep. but kids get really high fevers, and um, oh, yeah. they say like it's really important to really check their body language more so than like the number. Um, obviously, when it's really high, that's a different issue. But watch your body language if they if they start to look lethargic, they're kind of acting themselves. Then that's a much more of a reason to go back to the doctor's office and let them know what's going on. But if they're playing and they're acting like themselves and they're just silly and you feel them really hot. That's probably okay, you know, and then sometimes some doctors will do. I know that there's some new things now where they mix together um, Motrin and acetaminophen together into one pill. But, um, you know, when the fever is really high, sometimes every three hours, you get like on a rotation where you do Motrin and then three hours later, you, you do the acetaminophen or Tylenol and then you kind of go back and forth to kind of keep the fever down. But um, I mean, this this crazy things, obviously, when we were younger, I remember my mom telling me stories of like throwing me in an ice bath and this, that, and the other oh, to kind yeah. of bring the fever down. I know Mike, yeah. you had, you had a whole thing with that. Didn't you at one point with your, your daughter was like crazy hot. Yeah. We had a, we, we had a scary situation with my youngest daughter during COVID. Um, you know, we were checking her fever for a fever and like the thermometer was coming up 98, but her body was like on fire. Okay. And then what, you know, at night my wife woke me up. She's like, my daughter was like i want to say kind of limp almost because she just like was barely moving very lethargic and she was just so hot but her head wasn't hot her That's body so was just hot I, yeah. and we just we we brought her over to the to the bath we just threw ice cold water on her we started playing her like music that she that she loved and it 
like it brought her back like it woke yeah. her up so and then we were just really monitoring her because we were really contemplating calling 911 you know because we were just scared we didn't know what was going on and you know it was COVID at the time and that was a whole other situation with uh, separating people because there were certain times where somebody in the house had it and other people didn't so you had to separate from one another and you know uh make sure it didn't spread it was just it was crazy crazy times and sicknesses can be crazy and you know you just i i would just say a parent do what you feel is best for your for your family and you know what's so you know? funny with that um not that that's funny but it's funny because when you bring the kid like into a bath or it could be like three in the morning and then the lights are on. They're like, ah, well, I guess it's time to get up now. So uh, how are you doing? Yeah, you want to yeah, sing a song yeah. with me? You want to read a book? Is it time yeah. to play? And totally. you're like, oh my God, no, just, it's still the middle of the night. Look outside. Like, eh, it's optional. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy how yeah. their, yeah. their clock is just yeah. like, could be like, boop, it's off. It doesn't matter. It's time to play. We're up. What are we doing? Yeah. They, they just wake up and they're like, let's go. We're yeah, exactly. ready. <laughs> or they've been asleep for like five, like 15 minutes. You're like, is it time to get up yet? And do you not, do you not feel this thing called tired? I don't know what that is. My oh, mom was right. If you weren't bleeding or bones were popping out, you were good to go. Something else that I think would be some maybe mildly useful advice would be, um, we did this with our kids, especially when they're really, really young, like still in like the, the crib mattress. Um, putting like a little, like a, not, you know, raising it so that they're like vertical, but putting like a little towel under the end, uh, where their head is underneath the mattress can lift it up like a little bit this way. Kind of, if they have like a runny nose, they don't they have a hard time kind of getting rid of that or even, I still do, it. I do that now too? still yeah. in my, you know, 40 yeah. years on earth. I still raise my chest up. Because, yeah. It's good to do, right? Yeah, You're like sucking on those boogies and it's not cool. Yeah. It's not cool, man. <laughs> Suck on the boogie, boogies is not yeah. cool. That could have been named no, episode. No, it's not. Yeah, so, I, that could have been on. That's it. <laughs> so like when um, yeah, so like some like random useful stuff. I don't know. So my my wife, I feel, my wife figures out all this kind of stuff because like preventative maintenance, I guess. Because like you know, she's unfortunately when they're really sick, she's the one they grab and like they want her to be in the room with her. Sometimes she's like sleeping on the floor. It's terrible. I feel so bad. But then like there's other times where like once they kind of like are sort of like back to or back to life a little bit, especially with the stomach stuff. Sometimes she'll put like a towel down on the couch. And then on the floor too, and then she'll have like the um, she'll have like the yuck bucket. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a oh, you guys are doing this. Yeah. Like you have like yeah. the garbage yeah. pail. You put the the garbage bag in there as a as a place for the landing in case things don't work <laughs> out quite right. Yes, no, I definitely. I think I think that's very wise. I've learned, you know, uh, towels everywhere is always helpful for easy cleanups. But the yuck bucket. Do you guys have like? Have you seen on Instagram or TikTok where people are like, "Oh, my yuck bucket is also the popcorn bucket." No, like an aesthetically pleasing yuck bucket. No, I've seen that before, <laughs> and I want to, I want to yuck everywhere. Yeah. No, yeah. we don't it's repurpose disgusting. it. It's a garbage. Yeah. No. No. no it not has to be that. garbage pail and match certain things. No, no, this isn't like Alden Brown, where like you can't have like one kitchen tool that only has one purpose. This is without a doubt like that bucket is intended for garbage and for throwing up. That is it. <laughs> oh, Michael, hi. Do you remember when I said when kids were in diapers and they had the tummy troubles going in the opposite direction? In yes. The diaper yes. To unchange oh, yeah. them, Mike Levine. I don't know because. Oh, I this is a good. This is a good one right here. You might have a little one in diapers. Take your little one who's having the tummy troubles. It's not his or her fault, and you put them in the bathtub and you unchange the diaper there, because if things let loose. You can wash it all oh. down the all down the toilet. Or, or oh, you know what? Say. That's funny because you know what I thought you were gonna say. Um, obviously, how would you know what? I, 
that was ridiculous. I thought what you were going to say was um, how, like, you know, when you change them in, a, in the onesie, how, like, obviously the direction is that you, you pull it down over them, right? But, like, you or actually you go, you know, you go, you pulls them up, or, you know, you put, like, you put a shirt on, obviously, you put it goes over the body. So, like, in the event that things go incredibly south, when you change your child from having a disaster, instead of pulling it up over them and getting everything everywhere, Though you could just pull them everything down over their shoulders and continue the downward path and okay, remove that was, everything that, that was, way. That was a life hack you told me after my kids were out of onesies. Yeah, I mean, but, but the life again, hack I shared with you was yeah. put them in the in the bathtub. Oh, and a good life hack it is, my friend. Is contained, and they just. Hey, I can still use that. Exactly. There you go, Mike Levine. Dude, stomach viruses, I feel like that's like a whole other episode because stomach viruses, those, like, we talked about, like, Mike was like, let's have, like, a party where we invite the entire family and neighborhood over to get everybody sick at the same time. So uh, with with the stomach viruses, it's crazy because those move through the house, like, rapid fire. And, like, you have got to stop yourself from breathing in anything. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we found that... um, And we kind of figured this out during COVID and all that um, when that was so prevalent and everyone was still masking up where um, we still had, like, a stash of masks. And um, with the stomach virus, like, once we knew a kid had a stomach virus, it was, like, mask up. Because it was, like, that whole thing, like, we yeah. would get the bathroom window open, even if it was, like, winter, because <laughs> that's usually when stomach viruses were happening. Put the mask on and then treat the kid, because, like, that seems like that would actually stop the, the disaster of spreading through the house. Because it was, like, man, stomach viruses, I feel like within 12 hours, you're, you're nailing everybody in the house. And it's not pretty when you're trying to take care of your kids and also in the process of not feeling well too, not a good situation. Yep. Yeah, no, definitely not. I, we have no clue what we're doing here. I don't know about you. You know, what's funny is, um, so like <laughs> my kids are so different. I don't know about you guys, but like when, like when, when our kids are sick, like it's so funny, like, um, some of them get like really, really mushy. Um, like Ethan gets totally mush. Um, Noah doesn't know what's going on. He's so young. He's just like, I'm good. We're good. We're all good. It's three in the morning. Let's all party. Um, but Jacob, <laughs> I feel so bad. Like Jacob's just a sweet boy. He's so nice. He's a good kid. But like what he'll do is he'll come in a room. <laughs> he'll stand there and he's like, I don't, I don't feel good. <laughs> and then he's like six feet from the, from the toilet. Like he's so close, so close. And then he's like, I don't feel good. And then yeah. like, he'll get sick to his stomach like right there. Like you could have gotten there. You were so close. Why yeah, <laughs> is every kid is so different? It's so wild, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think that's a good segue because like Sophia's different. Julian's different. So it seems like you kind of have to almost know your kids as they are all different in some ways right and like when when your kids who are all different (laughs) even though they fall from the same tree (laughs) even though they're all different when they don't act like themselves Mm -hmm. for themselves like how they're supposed to individually then you know something's up absolutely that's that's usually that sign right yeah Yeah. i i got the tough kid i got the kid who knows exactly when she's getting sick and i have the guy who's dying but then when you're staying home all suddenly he's like 100 percent better but he he may not really be he might be like running 100 fever sick but he's just happy to be home happy to be snuggling have to be happy to be here kind of guy you know you know what never fails i mean obviously if if there's no temperature that's one thing but i feel like i don't know if you guys are this way but you put your hand like near their lower back or on their neck like that is like a surefire location yeah. where fever is, yeah. and it's like That's true. sometimes like it's very funny because like some, 
you know, it just depends on like, I don't know, maybe everyone's different. Like my wife, I don't think she like feels it the same. Like for whatever reason, she doesn't notice it. I don't think that she's like just, you know, oblivious. She's very aware of, you know, all this stuff. But for some reason, I'm like, I put my hand in the back of the neck. She's like, okay, miracle worker. Aww. Does he have a fever or not? I'm like, yeah, you don't feel that? Like, and then all of a sudden, It you feels know. like 100.4. You know, <laughs> but like, look, we get it. Every one of you guys at home, like that, or like, obviously, you're, you know, you, you're, you're probably in the same boat or further along than we are, or whatever else. But the worst case, and don't feel guilty, of this because happens to all of us. You go to the doctor, you're like, ah, I guess my kids may have a little fear or something's going on, and then they're like, oh. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Such and such, did you know your child has a double ear infection? Oh, yep, <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah. be kidding me. Oh, like, you're like, you're like oh my ah, God. I guess I'm a terrible human being. I didn't know, yeah. but now I know. I'm terrible. Thank you for telling me so much, doctor. But it is, <laughs> the ear infection has got to be the one thing that is like you just feel absolutely terrible about because you know it causes pain and stuff, right? Yes. And it, you feel like just so guilty because you're like, oh, yeah, I totally knew. Like, and you, and the, the worst part is that you think, I'm ahead of this. I got this. And then, like, <laughs> Double ear infection, throat's inflamed, stomach swollen, and you're like, oh, oh, oh okay, I didn't know oh, all that. Yeah. And that's why I always say, I'm like, you're the doctor, you tell me. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you guys feel? Do you, you know, guys feel guilty? Like sometimes, like you can't go to sleep. Like I, I don't know when my kids are are sick, yeah. I I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm always yeah. checking on them constantly at night. Yep. They're like passed out and I'm like hovering over them with Vicks, a thermometer yes. and an ice pack. And I'm just like, yep. are you guys? <laughs> they look up and they're asleep. They open one eye and they see this creepy person yep. standing over them. And you like, like checking like, is their chest going up and down? They okay? You hear the yeah, coughing. Surprisingly, my wife's out. She's passed oh, out. Oh, God. Remember that? You know? <laughs> Seriously, no, it's funny because I'm just, I'm like your wife. I'm usually the one passed yeah. out. My wife's like, oh my god, how can you sleep right now? But there, that you just said it. Holy moly, is that bring me back? Yeah. Do you remember those moments where you like looking in the uh, you look in the baby monitor and you're just like, like you're staring. <laughs> and you're like, is her chest going up and down? Yeah. And then you really? go in there with like your phone light and you're just like trying to be all sneaky, like you trying to like not to be like the floor creak. And then somehow like in those moments you somehow miss and you step on every part of the floor uh, that creaks. And then like and then you you're just moving. trying to like make sure that they're breathing. And you're like, okay, we're good, we're good. Yeah, and then you're just like stop moving because you're like in that scene with Jurassic Park where the T Rex is like your their vision is based on movement, and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> or the child like turns and stares at you, and you're like, oh hi. <laughs> Gonna go. I'm gonna go now. The best is when they come into your bedroom in the middle of the night and they're all like, oh, they just stare they're holding you? like their teddy bear and their hair is a mess and they're like, oh, and it's like children of the corn yeah. and they're just like staring they're at you. They're like, I don't feel good. And you're like, oh my, you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, I love the voice. You're like, too. Hey, you're like, oh no, come, Porvisita, come inside, come to the bed. All right, well. According to the, the Cleveland Clinic, what is the reason? When should you keep the kids oh, home? Oh. Because this is this is crazy. Michael Hyde, I'm glad you asked these questions. Um, so, like in reading <laughs> this amazing article, um, it it talked about like you know like when your your kid is definitely like um, has like a hundred and point four like degrees temperature, you definitely need to keep them home at sometimes because it's just not feeling great. You know what I mean? Like. They're working on something and the body's fighting something. It might be good to keep them home. That's the moment where, like, your daycare is always 100.4 is a cutoff. Yep. So you sit there in the morning and you're like, 99.6? You're like, I. And you look at your, you look at your spouse, you're like, 
what's it going to be? <laughs> and then you're just like, what's going to happen <laughs> in the next 15 minutes? Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? But you're right. Like, you know, yeah. that that's it. There's, there's a number for a reason. Yeah, you send them. Or 38 degrees Celsius, right? That's the, uh, the, you know, outside of the States. Oh, oh, so fancy. You know, and honestly, if, if your kid is vomiting, <laughs> it's like if it's repeated or if something's happening, you know, you got to keep like the, the vomiting and the diarrhea. You know, like if they're having the the little dual thing going on, just keep it on the, that brat's diet. You know, like the bananas, the rice, the yeah. apple, and toast. Keep it simple, you know? <laughs> so 24 hours yeah. at home, right? Just to kind of make yeah, sure everything's good, right? It, no fever, 24 hours. Right, because they're most contagious at that point in time, you know? And then, like, obviously, like, when they have, like, the coughs and the colds, and, and, like, it's impacting, like, them, like, when they cough and they're sneezing and they're just... You guys all know, and all the parents out there know, when you look at your kid and they have, like, coughs and sniffles and they're fine, you can send them in. If they're coughs and sniffles and they're, like, keeping their head down, they can hardly get up, they say their head hurts, keep them home. You know? That's a day to say, let's snuggle up in bed, watch some Maury, who's the father, oh, yeah. and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> because, like like you said before, like, you're... <laughs> Your, your, uh, you like your experience with strep. Obviously, like you, you know, you you can obviously look with your iPhone, uh, you know, uh, flashlight and look for white spots. Or you could, you know, if their eyes are pink and yucky, that's obviously two indicators that need to get to the doctor's stat. But everything else is really kind of a guessing game, right? Like you really have to go by the numbers and you have to kind of go by what what you're seeing. Yeah, like you guys mentioned, like how how are they acting? Like is is this typical of them? Like if I know Juju has a hundred fever and he's bouncing around, he's sick, but he's not that sick and he'll get, he'll get over eventually. But if he's not moving and he's kind of like, oh my God, mom, help me. Then I know he's sick, sick. Like like he needs to like, yeah. He, I keep him home with a, with a fever, even though he's bouncing around. But if he's a fever and he's not like as like energetic, then I know he's definitely this is a two day thing or at least at the very least, you know. Well, yeah, it comes down to basically you. You know your children best, yeah. right? I think that's like ultimately, you know, don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. You know how your child acts. You know what they how they um, how they are every day. And if something's up, something they're acting different, you know your child best. So, And maybe we don't know our children best sometimes, but we know that you do. So we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> if you have any questions or comments for us or topics, idea, pairing story, or fail that you've experienced, you can contact us here at the show. Maybe even tell us about an upcoming birthday for your kiddo, and we might even say happy birthday. So uh, there's a few different ways you can get a hold of us here. That was a mouthful of no words. There's a few different ways you can get a hold of us here at Hey Other Parents. One, you can leave a message in our Hey Other Parents voicemail at 559-375-KIDS. That's 559-537-5437 or 559-LAYKIDS if you're feeling fancy in French and you want to do it that way. Oui, oui. Two, email the show. <laughs> oui, oui. Email the show at heyotherparents at gmail.com. A little tip. Keep it short. Keep it weird. And we will likely read it on the show. We may not get to all of them right away, but if there's a topic that fits your email, we'll hold on to it when the time comes. And three, you could join us on social media, Instagram, Twitter at heyotherparents. Uh, we'll try to keep you up to date with show info, polls, and more. If you have questionable parenting moments, please take a picture. And if it's appropriate, we might just include it in our feed. And we're back for our Time Town plug. Don't forget, we're a better we if you take care of me. So, gentlemen, I just want to let you know, like, there is such an importance of those random dinner dates. I know it's so, like, 
Instagram and TikTok, like always date your wife or your husband or your spouse. But you know what? It really is like so important because um, we had a, a parent-teacher conference and to kind of take the edge off of the parent-teacher conference. And our, trust me, my oldest, or no, my second oldest is a very good student, but still sometimes, you know, it, it causes a little tension. I think it was nice. Like I was like, hey, let's go out to have dinner at our favorite restaurant and took the edge off. I made I made Ooh, an evening nice. that we already had planned um, to have babysitting or to like just like we're going to be alone to be fun. And I think it's really important to take those moments, any moment that you get and do something like special. It doesn't have to be a dinner. It could be a quick like pumpkin picking between you two or getting something to the house or something like that. But I think random dates is always important. Keep things fresh. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I mean, uh, you know, your unplug is very similar to mine this week. Uh, I went on a dinner date this past week with my wife, and we got one grandparent to watch one half our kids and the other grandparents to watch the other half. So we had, like, the whole night to ourselves, and it was funny because we always say when we do have a, a date or a date night that we're going to go out and we're going to do something, and then... It's like after we drop off the kids and we're, we're, we're like about to get ready, we're like, we look at each other and we're like, eh, do you really want to go? <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of just wind up crashing. But, you know, my wife was like, no, Mike, this is it. We are doing this. We are going out. And I'm so happy that she she did because we wound up going to like this cool Mexican restaurant. We were drinking tequila, you know. <laughs> Yeah, good time. We were having we were having a good time, and we were <laughs> having some nachos, and it was it was just really fun. And uh, you know, I'm glad that we made the push to go out because you you should you should definitely make that push. So, my husband and I we follow like this guy Gary Chapman. He makes like this book called like the Five Love Languages, and um, I know it was like a big thing. We, we kind of knew him before it became like this big thing on like TikTok and Instagram. But again, it's always talking about like keeping things like lively. It's knowing like your spouse, what they what do they need in terms of like quality time, acts of services, words of affirmation, etc. Um, so I think it's good yeah. to like, you know, do stuff like that. Like, you know, like make sure they're kind of like you're listening to them, your spouse, you know. You know what's nice? I actually was thinking about, yeah, I think we were talking about it this past week, and um, my wife and I actually went on a date, and we went to um, oh, a uh, a restaurant that we don't normally go to, and I think that was kind of a nice thing. Like, we didn't just go to, like, the same typical places that we always go to. We went to somewhere new, and we made a point to just have, like, a fun place, not just be like, this is a place that looks like a date place. It, was like, it was like a fun <laughs> place, this place called Bar Grazi, whatever. It was like a fun place, hanging out, asked for some high-top tables, Every like it, you know, like when you go, like you're so you, especially with kids, you're used to like eating like at 300 miles per hour. Yep. So we're like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. We're gonna get a couple glasses of wine. We're going to order an appetizer. We're gonna tell them we don't want to order our meal yet. We want to just enjoy the appetizer. Then we're gonna put yeah. in the order. We're <laughs> yes, not. Nothing's coming good. out together. We're gonna do this all in stages. This is how we're gonna do this. And we actually <laughs> had a moment to, to to like hang out and uh, laugh a little bit, and uh, it, it was fun. It was nice. So I took some of your advice. Um, you know, prior conversations, and I, I think that's amazing. And I love this love language book. I think I'm gonna have to check this out because um, I, I think everybody's a little bit different, and I think I have to f figure out what our love languages are, even Aww. now we've been together for this time. Yeah, you know what? But Very the nice. thing, the Very idea nice is that, that like this 
love language thing. It, one, I don't take anything like set in stone. I'm sorry. Like I like I like the novel, and it's great in terms of like giving you like a, a roadmap. But nothing's ever set in stone. So the, even the idea is that like this like love language thing is that you know maybe like a year ago or two, three, four, five years ago things were different. Now your love language might be something different. You know, like because we're, we're evolving as humans. So you know what what. What oh, might have yeah. worked five years ago may not work now. So I think it's uh it's good to keep things fresh, you know. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I I uh, I made a I tried to bring it back like to have that nostalgia factor. Like, yeah, it, we you know things may not work like they used to, or you know the things that you would have done I guess when you guys were dating. But it is kind of cool to bring back some of those things because I actually made a playlist so every time we go out at um out on a date night i play <laughs> i play like our our older our playlist which is like songs from when we were like 16 or 17 wow mike's awesome yes. mixtape number four yeah. yes yes okay so are you reading the same <laughs> so book cool. i'm reading Try because um gene and i we definitely did that like one time he and i we went back to like different places that we where we first met our first kiss our first date you know like yeah so yeah. like back in the day like uh the seaford movie theater with the like five dollar ticket sales and friendlies when they had the three the the appetizer the dinner and dessert like i i think we, <laughs> yeah. one day we did a whole date based around that kind of stuff and no way music. that's it awesome. was so sweet it was so like I've, I've also been dating Gene since I was a junior in high school. So, you know, yeah. it's been a long time, you know, but I... Oh, me too. But me even too. as... Well, couple, not Gene, but my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Jane Jean? I mean, we have to talk later. <laughs> um, What's his love language, Mike? But, yeah, what, what is his love language with you? I know he likes wine. Couples who who met older, like like later on in life, you know, like in your twenties, your thirties, whatever, um, it still it still matters to do all that stuff. You don't need to have this long history. You just could have this moment in time where you met each other and gone on these dates. And I think I think it might be nice. I'm I'm just you know, just a blanket statement. That's all. Okay. All right. So this week, um, we it's funny because we. So do you remember the, across um the Spider Verse movies into the Spider Verse? Yeah. Right. Yes. So this. Okay. So I saw this movie with Jacob years ago, and um, we first was in the movie theaters, and we happened to meet some kids at at uh, some uh, gymnastics. So yeah. So he uh, ended up taking this class, and then some boys in his class were going to this movie, and I'm like, I don't know, he's kind of young. I'm not sure if this is too scary for him. So anyway, whatever. We went, and it was awesome. So um, Into the Spider Verse, amazing movie. Story about uh, a different Spider Man, Miles Morales, um, and his kind of origin story, and it was a cartoon. And at the time, it was like, well, what is this exactly? Is this like a real Marvel movie? Is it a cartoon? Whatever else. And it turned out to be just amazing. The way that they kind of make it is it kind of lends itself towards um, the uh, the style. Almost like is very similar to a comic book. And it's really, really thoughtful. The music's killer. The the, the movie's excellent. So um, the second movie came out, and I brought the kids to see it. Mike, we went together. I saw you guys at oh, the yeah. theaters. We went actually opening day. And... Um, I'm sorry, you weren't available, but we, we ended up going, and um, we ended up, uh, it was one theater that didn't have, like, reserved tickets. Like, you just go early and, like, get there early, and then you're in line. <laughs> so we got there, like, really early, we were and right um, we ended up going at first to get into the theater. We had great seats. We loved it, and then um, ended up being on TV, and I put it on, and um, my wife, who is, like, she, she's kind of, like, become more into Marvel as of late, 
But I, what I love about this movie is, besides that it's just so freaking cool, is um, it's like almost like a great movie series. It's probably good to see the first one for like non-Marvel fans or people that aren't like super into comic books. So like if you're not really like into Marvel movies, but you're like, oh, who doesn't like Spider-Man? These movies are so well thought out and so well done. The music's great. The 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 story's great. And what's nice is, and I you don't see this a whole lot, is that in this uh, movie, the second movie, um, Spider Gwen or Ghost Spider, it's a female character. She's really pre- she. You could probably argue that she's the main character in the movie, and she's a great character. And um, I think my wife kind of enjoyed it. So we watched it together. Um, the kids got to get to see a rewatch of it. But um, I would say, without a doubt, this these movies are ones to uh, take a peek at. I know they're cartoons, but I will tell you, they are so good. Oh, no, they're really good. good. They're so they, good. They are really I good. I love them. They are very good. Yeah, man. I didn't see the second one. I saw the first one. It was excellent. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away, but it is a oh mind God. trip, man. When you get to the, the second movie, like your brain tells you there's so many easter eggs too but your brain like you're so convinced that you know what's going on like you're like i got it all figured i got all figured out and then it gets to the point you're like nope don't have it all figured out and it's so well done the way they do it it's it's through sony right yeah that's right yeah okay uh yeah it was sony and what's really cool about that movie is like that was the first movie that me and lucas like saw by ourselves like uh the first movie so the second movie, we wound up going with Mike, and uh, he just l- he loves it. And I think there's like a, you know, a sequel coming out to that second movie. I guess there's like a third version, right? Yeah, I think it's either so, it's like a part uh, one, part two kind of thing. I think it's like uh, oh, cool. Beyond the Spider Verse. Is that it? Is it Into the Spider Verse, yeah, Across yeah. the Spider Verse, and I think Beyond the Spider Verse? I think. Yeah, oh. we can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's so good. I, I have to watch it. I think Gene and Julian went to go see it by themselves. I didn't. I was left out. Uh, you know what? Next time, do you watch the second one? You come with us. It's happening. It's on. Yes. We'll do a, a family, a family date. We'll have to do it. You know what? The little flip, flip action. Oh, so good. It's on. It's on. Oh, we're okay. happening. Yeah. Good times. Good times. All right. I think we're out of time for this episode. So we're gonna wrap this one up for homesick with the kiddos. Uh, we'd like to take a special moment to thank our listeners and tip jar supporters for donating to the show. If you want to help support the show and to allow us to keep making episodes like this, we do have a tip jar set up using Stripe listed in our show notes. Members will get an access to a bonus episode each month. And if you have time, we greatly appreciate you leaving us reviews on the Apple Podcast app. Search for the show, scroll down to the bottom, find ratings, reviews, and write something up with some five stars, and we would greatly appreciate it. It helps more people find our show. We can't wait to explore this parenting thing again next week with you on Hey Other Parents, because it's the three of us and all of you. Don't forget to hug your kids and charge your Chromebooks. That's going to do it for me, for Sarah, and for Mike. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Hey, the parents are produced by Mike Levine, Sarah Desiree, and me, Michael Height. I edit and mix our show. Our intro voice recording was done by the one and only Coltrane. If you like our show, we hope you consider going to our show notes and supporting us through our Stripe tip jar and considering becoming a member. Doing so supports us and gives you access to an exclusive Hey Other Parents episode each month. Find us online on Instagram at Hey the Parents and on Twitter, or send us an email at heyotherparents at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.